Okay, we're recording. We're starting. It is TV Tea Time on the Road. This is TV Tea Time on the Road, everybody. On the road again. I just, just can't, can't wait can't to get my uh, drink on again. Boy, I'm that's actually, how the show goes. I'm drinking right now. I, how are you drinking and I'm not? Because you're in New Orleans. I am in New Orleans. They just hand you a drink when you get off the plane here. A daiquiri. You can walk around with a fucking daiquiri in your hand. You know, so for everybody listening, I'm in New Orleans. Jake is in Los Angeles, and we're doing this show on the road. And this actually makes me miss you because you went to school in Baton Rouge, right? I did. I did. Um, At LSU. I got my master's there. It was hotter than shit. The humidity was unbelievable. It is actually um, already so humid. It's really, really good food. The people there are lovely. The guys there are real hot. You know what? They are attractive. Um, I've noticed um, that briefly. Oh, I'm sure you've noticed it. How, how clinical. I've noticed that briefly. Well, my boyfriend might be in the room. Exactly. Exactly. Everybody, if you're listening, you're wondering why he's being so, so careful. That's why. <laughs> but um, and all of us can make fun of it. Oh, I told him I'm in heaven, though. I've already had like two black women tell me they love my red hair. They're gonna love me here, my natural red hair. Well, they. Uh, it is. It, they do like bright colors down there. <laughs> They do. Speaking they do, especially colors not found in nature. Now, we're going to talk about this show, but I have to ask, I'm looking at people already that are kind of drunk on the street, and that's when yeah. I missed you, because I bet, I bet you made an <laughs> epic drunk of yourself and made out with so many guys when you were here. There was a time, I remember, uh, there's a club called... Um, um, Ruby's Tops and Bottoms. <laughs> um, that's an equal opportunity male and female strip joint. Oh, um, wow. Uh, yeah. And I went for some, for someone's bachelorette or something. But yeah, people would just make out of the street. I did, I think there was, I did get really ripped my first Mardi Gras. Which everybody knows, everybody who knows who lives in New Orleans knows that you don't, no one is actually who lives there goes to New Orleans on Mardi Gras. It's ridiculous. Um, you go the week before where all the crews have their balls or the, you know, the, the crew of Tux is really the best one. I, you know what? People who are listening will be, will yell at, will yell at me about the best crew ball. But um, where you go. I think that's what I'm here now. I think we're, because we're here like a week and a half before. Yeah, there'll be a lot of people visiting the city, and you might get to see the best parades. Are usually a week, a week or so before. Yeah, they said there's a because we're staying at a place called the Queen and Crescent, and it's well, they got the Queen part right. <laughs> <laughs> it's my place, um, but it, I, I can't remember what street we're on. But um, basically, it's just off of the French Quarter, so we're not all in it. But a parade's coming by. They said tomorrow, a really good one. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, they're all, some parades are better than others, but like, uh, you won't be able to go to a ball cause you have to have an invitation. I went to one ball and it was a medium, medium of the road. And there are, I think there is our couple gay crews now, but used to not be, but the, the ones the the, the most of the crews are like super like conservative. 
like you even though it's new orleans like you go with a woman you it's like full on i didn't even know there was a ball oh the balls are the big deal we need to get invited to a gay ball i supposedly i don't think they're very good (laughs) not even during decadence um, they don't have balls during decadence. Oh, it's probably because the gays don't have money here. Well, also, it's just not culture. Like, the culture, like, the ball culture is, it's already subversive enough. Oh. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get that. I get that. Um, and in, in a way, New Orleans is very traditional. I mean, everything, the, all the roots of it, traditional French culture, traditional Creole culture, and Italian culture, they're all very, very traditional cultures. So, okay, we have to talk anyway, about... Anyway, we should talk about the show. Riverdale, but real quick, what... I'd rather talk about New Orleans because this show this episode, was not good. What's a good New Orleans saying that I can say, like, like Trey Gay, y'all, or something? Well, the most common is laissez le bon temps rouler, which is let the good times roll. Is that from Mary Widow? No, it's from fucking culture, you moron. Oh. What do we say? tantôt tiré. No, this is laissez le bon temps rouler. Rouget. Or you could, well, exactly. You could also say, you know, um, go Tigers. Okay, let's you. talk about the show. <laughs> I'm glad you just cut me off. Well, no, I said you said go Tigers, and I didn't know how to respond to that because it sounded like sports. <laughs> but no, it is, it is sports, but you have to say G-A-U-G-E-A-U-X. Go. Uh, go Tigers. Oh. I'm wearing, this is crazy, I am wearing my LSU t-shirt right now, and I don't even think about it. That is strange. That is weird and cosmic. That's because we're connected. No, it's just because I'm witchy like that. <laughs> yes, ever since you died, you have a second sight now. I have a second sight, and I can kill people with my brain. Um, <laughs> let's talk about this episode, because this was bleak, bleak, bleak. It was not um, great. It was not... The show succeeds when it is tongue-in-cheek humor, and when it's much more about the kids... And not about a crime family. You know what? That was my overall note that this episode, it felt like this was not a show about high schoolers anymore. No, it was too, like, it was Goodfellas. You know, the show, yes. and I'm going to talk about Goodfellas later. Yes. Like, even the beginning when he was like, that music, that's was he was like doing things for Hiram Lodge. It, it, you know what? People, Riverdale, listen to us, stick with the formula. This is not a helpful and when she was in doing her, like, you know, renounce Satan, that's like the Godfather. They do the exact same thing. It was kind of rehashing. I didn't love it. Anyway. I, I thought, I thought it, honestly, the whole thing reminded me of a gangster SNL sketch. When they're all like, even when they're the serpents, and he's like, did you, keep, did you, did you chop the head off Tallboy? Did you Tallboy? And he's like, no, no. And I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is this show? All of the, all of the, all the stakes felt like we had been ratcheted up to like on uh, eleven on a scale of five. It was just really every everything. None of the subtlety that Riverdale no normally has subtlety. is there. No subtlety. Yeah. yeah. There. It also seems like we're bringing in people to kill them off, but we don't care. 
I don't care if like Papa New Guinea or whatever his name was. <laughs> what was his name? Papa Papa Poutine. Yeah. <laughs> that, okay. That, my favorite line in the entire show was, "You call these cheese curds?" <laughs> it was first of all to call to for some a mobster to be called Papa Poutine is absurd. He's absurd, and to find that that's why it started a fight was over cheese curds is even more absurd. But he gets killed. Some guy visiting chick is killed. FBI um, agent generic, whatever his real name is, is like it's like all these random people we don't care about are the people that are quote unquote inserting things to for the characters to react to and drive the plot, and it means yeah. nothing to me. There were there were at least there are two possible gay hustlers in the episode tonight. I do hope that they're gay hustlers. I would uh, because honestly, that little twink who came down the stairway, oh yeah, that little kind of twink trick or. Uh, twink, twi- twink, uh-huh. <laughs> twink, 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 um, who works in the movie theater. And okay, this is me one of my tea bags, but I just want to start out by start saying it. it now. Um, my first tea bag. So <laughs> Betty comes in the, the her house, and this like strange trick walks down the stairs. Like, yeah, he'll be down in a minute, which is just a weird thing to say. It is. Um, and then he leaves. And then Chick comes down the stairs in a bathrobe, drinking an old-timey bottle of milk. I think I've seen it's you do that strange. before whenever I lived with you. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but instead of milk, it was gin. And instead of a robe, it was a shirt or a shorts that barely covered your ass. <laughs> Possibly. But I was like, this is... It's like they... They replaced normal things, like he's a child that's drinking milk. It was a weird scene. It was very weird. It was I, very I weird. was, I'm, 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 I find the whole chick thing unsettling, and not that I'm excited to see what happens. I'm kind of like I cringe at what happens next, and that like the hustler at the end looked scary, and we know because we saw that Alice probably kills him. I mean, yeah, or he, something like that. He was, um. He he he's on. He looked like he was on meth. He did. He did. He did not look. Now the one thing that came out, that came out of it for me for my tea bag and talking about chick is we did start out the scene with Betty wearing a wig, which I enjoyed. I know. And I like we're dark Betty. I like the whole. I like that they're exploring dark Betty. See, that's is interesting. Bringing somebody in to help Betty explore something, a, a facet of herself that we've kind of I agree. an intro into. I agree. So, and... But we get we got very little of that. We got Honestly, very, it's, it's, this was so plot-heavy. It was really, Gross. really plot-heavy. And this episode, um, I'm going to... We're going to mix it up since we're... Since I, I know you did a teabag and I just did it, but my other teabag, and then you can do another one. My other one is that this episode reminded us why Mark Consuelos hasn't had an acting career after his day after his soap opera days. <laughs> he was not good. He's, he's a little he's literally playing like an almost everything except for the mustache twirling. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's it's too much. And Hermione too. Like she's like now she's like cold ice princess. And I don't know whether that's a 
a directorial thing or something she thinks she needs to do now. But the first season we saw her as empathetic and kind of almost bungling. We have seen no humor her for her this entire season. Yeah, you know, this entire season. I said for my reading, they changed weeks, her character. They did. I was looking forward to kind of seeing where she would go with Hiram coming and like seeing her like trying to navigate that. And they totally just, they're almost the same character now. And you know, I agree. And you know, I have problems. I, I have, I have been on the record that I have problems with that actress or the character. Um, and, but this is not an improvement. <laughs> no. Now, I don't, I don't necessarily know, but when you think about someone who's doing a lot with very little, at the beginning especially, Alice Cooper. She's amazing. She's incredible. Because even uh, even Mother, I can never remember her first name, Mother Blossom is doing phenomenal work with very little. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. And I don't know. I think it. I think it may be the actress. I don't know. I hate to say that because I'm. I'm one who doesn't like to blame the the actor, or blame the material. But I. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. No. I. I. I I'd be happy if she went away. Personally, she has nothing to do anymore. I mean, at least they got rid of Hal. Who? Because who cares about Hal Cooper? Oh. He might be the one. He he would be the first survivor contestant voted off the island every time. <laughs> if like the guy, the white guy who's like a little bit character looking, get him out. Get him out. Um, What's your next keyboard? Uh, I want to talk about. This is more of a, this. This is a fashion idea, and I haven't talked about it a, in a while. Oh, but God. This, and my student reminded me Betty's heart sweater that she wears. Um. Do you know there's a there's a collection at Hot Topic called the Riverdale Collection? <laughs> what? At Hot Topic, which is perfect. We are going, because they already have Wonder Woman stuff. We are going. Because I can see those goth girls. You know a, an alarm rings and goes in there as soon as you're over 30. <laughs> that only happened twice. <laughs> exactly. We, or they start looking in the sex offender catalogs for you. We should get. I bet we could get them to sponsor us. It's not that gay friendly. Oh, they're like you know what they are. They would they like queer and transgender more than gay people. You know, I had to say, gay people are over. We are as we're far going, as we're, being, we're we're relics. To be yeah, honest, boring. We're not. We're not gender queer. We're not trans. We're not even. I mean, we're not even like sexually fluid. No, we're just guys who suck dicks, and that's boring. I know. I mean, that's uh, that. Stop realizing we well as be Ozzy and Harriet. I loved Ozzy and Harriet. You won't know who those people are, millennials. <laughs> I used to watch that show all the time. Ooh, Ricky, Ricky, uh, Ricky Nelson. Oh, hot. I almost said Ricky Martin Henderson. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky Martin Henderson. Well, I think Ricky Henderson is a baseball player, which makes me feel weird. I think Ricky Henderson is a baseball player. I saw him steal bases. <laughs> That's good for you. You said that baby. like it was something to brag about. Well, he stole no, um, he stole his like up his base record at a Texas Rangers game. Okay, we're going to move on from sports. <laughs> what am I talking um, about this? Uh that that was my uh I just want to talk about the hot topic collection. Okay. Now, one thing that I did like um with my teabag, that a, that a character arc that I did like that made sense was bringing Penny back 
and having Skeet Ulrich, Jughead's father, his reaction to what Jughead did to Penny, just in the... In I, I kind of agree. That was the most honest reaction in the show. It was, and it made the most sense, and it was nice that this was something that happened several episodes, and now we're seeing kind of a, 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 a the repercussions of that coming from Jughead of cutting... You know, cutting the serpent tattoo off of her arm. and That's a great point. And I love that, and it made the scene for him and Betty, because when he said that, I never thought about it, but I was right. Ever since he and Betty broke up, he's been making it changes, yeah. horrible decisions. Horrible decisions. So, it, Well, honestly, I think the writing for those two is much more nuanced right now than the writing for Archie and Veronica. Well, I mean, yeah. Because uh, we've talked I about her, about um, Betty Cooper's acting so much and her mother, but we really haven't. We talked a little bit but we in the first uh, season we did, but really, as far as the men, I mean, Cole Sprouse is, is tearing it up. He's, in, he's doing fantastic. Yeah, and, and I think this was supposed to be Veronica's episode. I think it was supposed to be her episode. Like that moment where she had, where then like she was like, "Do you renounce Satan?" and all that intended. I think that was supposed to be a choice for her, but it's really not because she's not really having to choose anything. I I don't know. I think I I I don't. I think where she's going to have to get more dangerous before we have a we we see anything from her. Well, I think the problem with Veronica is is that we saw this side of of cuz it was all about everybody showing their dark side. But I think the problem with Ugh. Veronica and it's the same that kind of with Archie, it's not as bad with Archie because Veronica always has good lines and she looks great and she, you know, she was this bad girl gone good, but at the same time, I actually as we're having this conversation I wonder if we actually have ever really seen who Veronica is. Mm, really, that's, you know what? That's a great point because she's trying to be what her what her father wants. She's trying to be what her mother wants and what she thinks what her what all her friends expect her to be. That's a good point. And because Archie is that you're full of knowledge today. New Orleans has made me intelligent. <laughs> said no one ever. <laughs> and let's just end that conversation right there. What's your next tea bag? Just <laughs> um, exactly. It's good to move on from there. Because you're going to say something completely moronic in about 10 minutes. No, I'm not. Um, uh, I want to talk about... <laughs> this is a musical element. I want to talk about the fact that... So Josie is acting like a Scott Stockholm Syndrome person with the, with the mother. She's like, we'd be happy to come for your confirmation, which I want to also talk about in a oh, minute. Oh, I have a um, whole thing about that. I grew up Catholic. Um, uh, uh, so, and and she's like, uh, she would like to sing at it. And she's like, but I was going to sing. And we know how we feel about people singing at their own ceremonies, like those brides who sing at oh, their own wedding. Oh, my God. That was one of my notes. I really, I really had a problem with that. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of my cousin Lori's wedding, who oh, now no. is a really... We're going to rain in the tangents. No, this is my cousin Lori, who now is really super Christian and doesn't really like me anymore. I don't, th- I don't know her mm-hmm. life. But she... Her wedding was like a goddamn Andrew Lloyd Webber. She sang. Her the other girls she was in pageants with sang. When everybody walked in, there was a, a male tree or female trio singing "Going to the Chapel," and when she sang, I mean, it was like I don't even think she looked at her husband. She just put on a performance. Yeah, wonder how that marriage is going. 
It also reminded oh. me of my old choir director. He and his wife sang at their <laughs> wedding. They sang a song they wrote together and sang to each other. Because that's what, that's what straight men do. <laughs> anyway, we're going to we're gonna leave that at that. Leave that uh, at that. That I want to say that the song choice, oh my God. the very, let's call it, um, very optimistic song. Yeah. Um, from, they didn't list the artist, which is the verb, but Bitter State Sweet Symphony from the Cruel Intentions soundtrack. <laughs> this just came out and I busted out laughing. Um, because first of all, that's a very moody song. Um, I guess this goes along with the idea of doing karaoke Mad World. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The saddest karaoke song in the world. Um, but if you listen to Bittersweet Symphony lyrics, it's like, I can't change, I can't change, but I'm here in my mode. It's weird. And, and it, that's like saying, um, I just for my graduation, I decided to sing... Tori Amos's Under the Pink. <laughs> Which you would have done if they had left. <laughs> I, I would have. But it also, too, it bothered me because I guess artistic freedom, but you can't sing secular music like that at a confirmation no! anyway. Ever! Ever! I know this. Do you know how many fucking Christmas songs we wanted to sing that were like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer during Midnight Mass and the, the priest would always... Laugh well, in our that's face. just dumb. Of course not. You can't sing as you can't think a sec, that kind of thing in midnight mass. Well, I was but a little kid, but I learned. Well, I learned protocol and decorum, and I learned to love the sacred music that we did. I, it just bothered me on like a on a. It was just stupid, and they both stood up there like they were about to get lesbian married. I know it was weird. The whole thing was weird. It was like. And like everybody, and like the, then the ants were sitting around talking about their. So every apparently everyone in Veronica's family, all the women are married to mobsters. <laughs> apparently, and also I think Veronica. I don't know if it's normal sometimes for family to do this, but again, uh, this is another one of my teabags. Actually, was Veronica drinking wine with all of her? It looked like she was, and I'm like, is she not even a high schooler anymore? She just now a 25 year old. Because that's the way they're treating her and writing well, for her, and I hate it's it. It's kind of like Gossip Girl. They just did whatever they wanted, regardless of age restriction. They would, like, have a DUI at 14. It's not a big deal. Um, I, I, I just couldn't. I also want, uh, what's your next one? I just, I, I just could not get past <laughs> Bittersweet Symphony. <laughs> It's a bittersweet symphony. That's life. You say that's life in your song. Do you remember the bittersweet symphony? Do you remember though when Cruel Intentions came out and that song was? I love that movie. I I love it now. I love that song, but I would never sing it at my confirmation. (laughs) (laughs) Everything is supposed to be spiritual or something like uplifting. Now, what do we do? Um, uh, what do we think about Veronica? I'm sorry, no, Betty and Jughead. I mean, they're well. I guess they're getting back together, but at the same time, Jughead kind of came clean about what he had done, and Betty, Betty did not talk about her kiss with Archie. That's true. What do we? Did you like? Wait, that? no, she already told him. 
She already told him, didn't she? I don't think no. He no wait, her. Betty, Betty, Betty told Veronica that was what it was. Yes, but he asked her specifically, "Did you do anything with anyone?" And she said, "No." She just wanted to fuck. I kind of give her a pass there because she didn't want to ruin the moment. She just she said, "I want all of you," and I I clutched my pearls at that moment. That was a because graphic statement. When I when I say that, it's usually when I breathe, when I'm very breathy. <laughs> oh my god! I can't breathe. <sighs> I'll just keep talking because maybe I can. Um, I, I, uh, I don't have any more tea bags. I'm done. <laughs> Um, I want to talk about the table of mobsters that look like they were from Central Casting from every ethnicity. <laughs> it's like you had the Italian-looking one who was, yeah, they run, and then they had the one who ran the beer from like, it, and they were had ridiculous names. And I also thought, I just kept thinking of you're gonna go get your fucking shine box from Goodfellas with um, Joe Pesci. And then they beat the shit out of him with a shine shine box. That's the sweet end of that story. Well, if you've it, never seen Goodfellas, it's a good movie. It, um, I have not, but it did. How have you never seen that movie? I wanted to. No one would see it with me. Well, uh, first of all, it's on cable like every other day. Okay, I'll watch it. But I thought, as no, they, you won't. As they were sitting around the table, I they reminded me. Were they the weasels from Who Framed Roger Rabbit? <laughs> Help me, Eddie. Please. That's what it reminded me of. Um, also, the, the outfit they have Archie in is so ridiculous. It's like a vest, but the vest is really tight. It's like 1990s TGI Friday yeah. with no flair. It is. And it's, or it's like a male version of what the Playboy Club wears. It's weird. The vest is like very hugging. I, I don't know. I, I, I thought it was strange. Um... Uh, I did, uh, uh, and I wrote, uh, Betty and Jughead fuck, um, uh, I, I think, um, uh, I, well, I'll have more to say about Alice cleaning up blood later, but again, I think you kind of nailed it in the head, nailed it, uh, on the head. I, this episode was too plot heavy, uh, and the, it was too much focused on the adults and, um, there wasn't that lot to do. Yeah. Anyway. I just think. Um, it would almost serve them better to, if they want to focus on adults to like almost have an episode that literally is all just from like the adult's perspective. I agree. That's and we a, would understand them better. And then, or maybe a, an episode where they all go back in time and we yes. see, we see them. Yeah. I would love to see how Hermione and, um, uh, uh, what's his name? Dylan McKay interacted. Yeah. I would love that. Because you, you know a young Dylan McKay would be fucking hot. Oh, yeah. Well, it did, remi- it did. Um, you know, I did like that with uh, Betty Cooper. That reminded me of myself when I'm in a crisis. I would, if you walked in, I would be, i just keep cleaning up the blood and say, did you lock the door? I would. <laughs> I would. I mean, usually I've done that, and it's usually multiple men with semen, but it's the same thing. It's Jesus! All, it's all casualties. Um... Uh, uh, I think that's all I have to say about this episode. It was, 
Okay, on a, um, I think we should start. We should start grading all these because I love judging. Um, <laughs> Never has a like, sentence been said on this, this show. This was like I would call this a C plus slash B minus. Oh, I was going to give it a straight up like C minus. Oh, really? Oh, I think I liked it okay, mostly because the things that delighted me, just like the stupid things. Um, it was, I I will say, I'm really glad we're out of the Black Hood nonsense. I think the Black um, Hood's going to come back, though. I don't think we're done with uh, that. Uh, I don't think no. we're done with that yet. That's the whole problem of this season. They're trying to create drama instead of just using what they already have. Well, honestly, I think that's a problem when you do a mid-season replacement like this, and you have fewer episodes, and when you have to do 22 episodes, it's like, how do we create all these arcs? Yeah. We have to create. We have to create um, an end of the year finale. We have to create a sweeps, which is coming up probably in what three weeks? Yeah, I would. Rather, sweeps. I hope it gets to the point. I would rather shows be like ten episodes and maybe an hour and a half an episode. Me too. Yeah. I don't know about if I would say an hour and a half an episode. I kind of like the Johnny Versace when they do an hour and fifteen minutes. Speaking of. Yeah. If you're not watching, I haven't watched the latest. I haven't watched the latest episode. Episode was brilliant. Well, I haven't watched that yet. It's a downer. It's a downer. But Judith Light. Judith Light's on this show. Oh, she's the star. She's the star of this episode. Wow. You say star? You can't even say the word star without using your Judy Garland accent. Star. (laughs) Star. She's a star. She's a star, I tell you. She's a star. Um, God, you're so gay. Judith Light, I I was watching, and I just kept, I would kept, I, I wanted, I there were so many moments where I just wanted to go, Ooh, and I just wanted to clap for her. Um, you said your ass twittered. Exactly. Um, and then the guy. Don't uh, say too much, I haven't seen it. Anyway. I love it. I love it. You're, you're reprimanding me for telling what I can say. Anyway, if you're not watching that, the first two episodes were a little uneven. The second was better. This one was the best episode they've done yet because it was specific and focused on character and people. And I really liked it. All right, then. Well, okay. I'm going to put it. I'm going to. I'm gonna put in a plug for that show. What's a tea leave? And then we're you're gonna welcome, sign off. Ryan Murphy. You're welcome, Ryan Murphy. What's your tea um, leaves? I don't know. I I. I want more shirtlessness. Or should I say what I want or what I think will happen? You know what? You just did. So let's just... <laughs> and you know what? I'll agree with you on that. I want more shirtlessness too. I, I'm I'm honestly, I'm desperate to see some kind of thing for Kevin. I'm just... I want Cody point, Kersley to come back. Maybe I'll ask him since we're Instagram friends and he follows me now. <laughs> I'm sure he'll respond right away. You know what? We've messaged back and forth. Uh, I'm I'm thinking that's a lie. No, um, I've sent him messages, and his usually evolve. Stop, please stop. But I still exactly. messaged him. It's an automatic thing. Sure. And then he said, "Any more, any more naked pictures of you, I will report you to the police." Um. Anyway. Saying no. That, that's all I've had to say about the show this week. Um, hopefully, next week we'll do we'll be doing the show live. We'll do it live. Well, we'll do it in person. That's for sure. Yeah. 
so we don't have I don't the know tech if we to can do, do a live. show that's live. But so for the rest of you, the we appreciate you, and um, well, you know our show's going to be good. Riverdale might not, but we're going to keep the quality going because that's what people think of as quality. <laughs> Especially when we just talked about New Orleans. We basically talked about New Orleans and Ryan fucking Murphy's show. Um, all right. Well, Mary, thank you for doing this. He tell- should do a show in New Orleans. He should. Tell everybody where they can find you. You can find me at Jake It or Fake It on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me at the Matt Mar, two T's, two R's. And you can find all the things about our show at TVTTime.com. Who would spell your name with one T? A lot of people do it, and it drives me fucking crazy. A lot of people who are just mentally unstable? Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. That's stupid. You or, need to stop saying two T's, two well, R's. It's not people, even catchy. I think a lot of people who have don't have English as their first language, I guess they... Oh, now you're going to shame me. There we are. There we so. are. <laughs> Everyone, if you notice that brutal shame that went across... You know what? I, I, I would not mind telling a person with a foreign language. I'm like, yeah, it's two ways. And you know what? You'll usually find that it's that way. English is strange that way. <laughs> no, but I'd be helping them. I'd be helping them. You, I think it's helpful. It would. It would. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that's right, your next. That's, YouTube, it. that's your next YouTube channel, a show called I Think This Would Be Helpful. Where you I just, think, I'm just trying to be helpful. <sighs> All right, everybody. You know what? I'm keeping it real. You are keeping it real, keep and it I'm real. about to keep it real in New Orleans. I'm eating at Have a good time. I'm eating at Giacomo's tonight. Oh, that's a good place. I know. I'm excited. I'm excited. All, All right, right everybody. Talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye.